in a world of remakes, reboots, and really bad films. Two voice actors set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for Mockbusters. But just one second, this is a comedy podcast. In each episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random genre, some film titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by gosh, there's a twist. They'll also be receiving wild and wacky demands from their executive producers, which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their movie be thrown out as trailer trash or awarded the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please welcome your hosts, Jack Ayers and Matthew Biddulph. Hello and welcome to Mockbusters episode 10, the big finale. Everything you have heard so far has been riding on this last episode to see who will take home the title of King of the Mockbusters. Oh, I hope it's me. <laughs> well, you are you are at a bit of advantage. I know. I'm point. I'm clinging on to this lead with everything in my power. I'm coming into this episode full of excitement, nerves. I'm so concerned you're still going to pit me to the post and and yeah, draw it even. I can't win this episode. I can own the best I can hope for is a draw at the end of this episode, taking us to a tiebreaker. You can seal the deal here and now. But I want to, that's what I'm saying is it's it's so close. It's it's I've got nothing to lose here. Nothing so. to lose, everything to gain. We've got a very limited pool of things left now, so uh this is gonna be interesting to see what it produces. I genuinely can't remember what's still left in there. Well let's uh let's remind <laughs> you, shall we? Okay, so let's give it a spin. So this is the one that I really, really hoped for. Early on, I really hoped for it. I don't know how it's going to play out as a final episode. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) But our final episode genre is... Film noir. Film noir. Film I don't know. Noir. I don't think I've got the same excitement. It's it's a great genre. Lots of stuff to do with it, but as as the sort of the final one, I'm 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 tense. I'm nervous that I, I can't deliver the goods. I've always had a bit of a soft spot for for film noir. Yeah. Well, it's like what they say. I don't know what they say. <laughs> It's like what they it's say. Like what they famously Once you've say. got film noir, you you've have to find some titles. Titles. Famously, that's the famous, the famous proverb said by um, <laughs> put it, Confuci- put it. Confucius. Yeah. I think said that. It was. He? It was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Five film noir titles. All right. Yeah. We've got some good ones. Right. I'm just going to reel these off. Title number one: Blue Someone. <laughs> Blue Someone. Blue okay, Someone. Yeah. Off to a start. Uh, next up, we've got. The Sleeping Night. So that's night as in the opposite of day, not as in okay. the Knights of Camelot. Next up, we've got Meeting at the City. These are all pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got a follow-up for title number four. We've got a follow-up to Gangsters and Friends. It's Widows and Friends. Okay. Finally, title number five. Have we had this one before? The Naked Gift. I don't think we have had that before. It sounds I think familiar, I doesn't it? remembered the naked gift. It's, why does uh, it sound so familiar? I don't know. Are you often giving away naked gifts? Constantly. Famously. Everyone and everyone gets naked gifts from me. <laughs> so, I guess it's time to turn to our lovely audience suggestions. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got n- a choice of nine this week. Ooh, okay. Well, this formula has been a success... Every single week I've done it in that I've gone for the victory number that I'm aiming for. So it's going to have to be six. (laughs) I can't believe you've picked this one. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh dear. (laughs) So uh, this is actually the first time we've had a film suggestion picked that is actually a sequel to an existing film. You're joking. As in an existing film that we've done, or just no, an existing film? No, an existing film? film in the real world. Okay. So, the film title you have chosen is Babe 2, Streaky Bacon. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Babe 2, Streaky Bacon. And who, <laughs> who sent that in? Uh, that was sent in by a lovely man named Dave McSparron. Dave so McSparron. So thank you very much, Dave thank McSparron. Thank you. What's that? Is that a knock at the door, Matt? <sighs> yeah, so I'm just going to run down. Just going to run down and, yeah, and yeah. answer that before it gets any more complicated. Yeah, here we go. Right, I've opened the door. Hello. What's that? That's a sealed envelope on the floor, isn't it? Yeah, and there's no one here, so I'll just open this envelope then. Yeah, okay, okay. right. I've opened it. God, that's eerie. It's, it's like newspaper cuttings, and it says, meet me under the underpass. Well, it's a good job that I live right next to the underpass then, isn't it? So yeah, I'm just gonna, it is. I'm just going to walk really, really quickly, quickly now. now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm under the underpass. Uh, Did you come along? Uh, I've got my mate Jack on Zoom, but, you know, I can mute him. Can you trust him? Questionable. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> so, here's the deal. My name's Scoop McLean. Scoop McLean. Hi, Scoop. I'm an investigative journalist working in a big smoke. Oh, okay. I've got my hands on the biggest controversial scoop imaginable. Okay. Someone has stolen all the noir. What do you mean, stolen all the noir? All the world's noir has been stolen. Right, um... Elaborate, Scoop McLean. So all the world's noir has been stolen. So I'm afraid you're going to have to make a noir film with no noir. How? Please explain. Please explain You're going to have possible. to use a different colour than noir. And you're going to have to justify that in the film. How am I going to do that through the medium of sound, Scoop McLean? Well, isn't that just the question? What the fuck? You're going to have to make this film an entirely monochrome, different colour than black and white. I just don't understand how I'm going to do that. That does not sound possible. What the fuck? It's almost almost like having to do what I did last week. Not really, because you were still allowed superheroes. (laughs) I mean, Jack was still allowed superheroes. <laughs> this is a film noir without the noir. Like, the only similarity to being a film noir is it's allowed to be a film unless you want to tell me it's got to be a fucking <laughs> I newspaper said it strip be monochrome. Now. It just has to be a different colour monochrome. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. <laughs> you said there was a big case and I'm busting it wide open. This doesn't feel like a big case. Let me think of another big case. What's the other big case that I'm working on currently? Yes, please tell me about the second big case. I normally have a couple on the go. Let me consult, let me consult my book. That, that book's tiny. It's got two pages in it, Scoop. It just says in a, on one big page, it just says, Film Noir Stolen. The next page just says, Crime. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I gotta blow this case wide open. This yep. other case. Yeah, the other case, yep. I don't know how I didn't mention this before because it's quite big news. But there's someone going around and bringing back deceased actors from the dead. Oh dear. Like via CGI or via necromancy? Whichever floats your boat. Oh, I don't know great. how they do it, but it's, it's, it's happening. Okay. Okay. And what I need you to do is entirely cast your film with deceased actors. Deceased actors. All right, Scoot. Well, could you lead with that one next time? Like, I'd, I'd maybe just... I'd shut the lid on this other case. It, it just doesn't... I think someone's having you on there, mate. All right, uh, I'm, I'm cold, Scoop, and you're weird, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, mate. <laughs> okay. Ma- make sure you solve this one for me, Maddie. Yep, sure, will do. And I'm running back. Okay, and I'm closing my door, locking it twice behind me, coming up the stairs, and I'm back. That was an ordeal. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Deceased actors. Right, well, I'm going to have to ring up a lot of estates about permissions to do that. Indeed. Indeed. I wonder who you'll pick. Jack, I think think your phone's ringing. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just a simple phone call. Yeah. That's quite boring and ordinary. It is. Okay, I'll answer it. Yellow! Meet me on the roof. The roof? Meet me on the roof. 
Okay, okay, one second. Let me just open up the submarine hatch. <laughs> In fact, you know what? A phone call's fine. <laughs> a phone call's fine. But I'm, al- I'm almost there. No, I'm it's almost okay. There. I've, I'm I've, almost there. No, I'm, it's okay. I'm, I'm approaching the top. I'm approaching the top. And I'm out on the roof. Okay. Hey, Jackie, it's me. Who are you? It's... It's Tommy Snakefingers. <laughs> Tommy Snakefingers. Oh don't, God, yeah, of course. I can see your fingers now. Don't don't anger the snakes. I I got gloves oh. on. They're real comfortable. Don't don't okay. don't yeah. address the snakes. Okay, yeah. Jackie, I'm gonna be quick. I'm in the picture industry. Okay, I wanna I wanna break in the film noir goodness. Um, so here's here's what it's gonna be about. Okay, the main guy is gonna be a real dirty cop. I mean filthy. I mean. Hasn't showered ever. Like, it, literally, he's a dirty cop. The guy stinks. He's got hygiene problems. Okay. So, it's going to be about the trials and tribulations of a real dirty cop. Now, I, I, I can't stress enough how filthy this guy is, you know? Think of the filthiest thing you ever think of. And he's filthier. Okay? <laughs> what? I, I, I'm confused. He's, he, he's, a, he's literally a dirty cop. <laughs> Right. Like, he's got mustard stains down his suit. Um, his hat smells like shit. Um, he has seven cats. They all kind of piss everywhere. <laughs> two weeks in a row. I lost last week because it was too disgusting. Okay, okay, no, do you know what? Uh, I'm going to save that for another guy. <laughs> scratch that. We, we're both having a, a scratch week. Okay. <laughs> Jackie, I just struck up. The endorsement deal of the century. Have you ever heard of a certain brand called Jewel? <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with Jewel. So, so here's the thing. They've paid us the big bucks to endorse this film. So, uh, you know the tropes of film noir. It's all smoky. Everybody's puffing on cigars, cigarettes. Uh, no, this time it's going to be Jewel vapes. Right. Everybody vaping. And how am I supposed to express that? Uh, with the sound of vaping, it sounds cool as shit. Okay, here's, right. an, ex- here's an example. So I'm going to spark up this cigarette right now. Okay, so trip my mouth. You're in the lighter. So that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's what an average cigarette sounds like. Uh, now I'm going to gonna charge up this, uh, this dual vape here. Oh, I think my dick just got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so Tommy Steak Fingers, let me just get this right. You're a gangster who wants me to promote e-cigarettes. Uh-huh. Right, and yeah, and, and that's so much better than running out of noir. <laughs> so you've got the whole world, no restrictions... The whole world of dead actors to pick from, and I've got an e-cigarette advert. <laughs> and I'm just supposed to claw back this final episode of the season, somehow, <laughs> with this. Fucking old fire. <laughs> you can tell it's the last one of the season. All the good ideas are gone. <laughs> okay, Jack, here's another wild card I got for you. Um, I'd like to introduce you to my friend standing behind me, Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey there, Jackie, it's Joe Pesci. <laughs> this is yeah. what I always sound like. Because yeah. I haven't just spontaneously decided to do this impression. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, behind me is Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester, introduce yourself. Hey there, Jackie. Hi, it's hi, me. Hi, hi, Sly. Yeah, hi, yeah, Sly. yeah. So, uh, there's the good news for you, Jack. Uh, I'm going to be in your film. Okay, uh, I'm gonna play the lead, but I do want a very long, uh, gratuitous, uh, sex scene. Right. Right, like, with with anyone in particular? Or? Uh, everyone. Everyone. I'm gonna have sex with every character in the film. Yeah. Everyone in the film. Every character in the film. You know what, this, this dirty cop is sounding, <laughs> sounding, sounding more and more, <laughs> sounding more and more tasty. As, as we go along. Jack, is that... 
Is that a, a ripping reality opening above you <laughs> that's going to take you back in time? Yes, it is. Jack, yes, it's, it oh, is. Jack you've been swallowed <laughs> up and I've been swallowed up with you. Oh, God. Oh, Jack, we're... Ex- oh, it's like... It's like none of that happened. Oh, now your phone's ringing. Oh, okay. Uh, that's that's boring. I wonder if he wants to speak to me on the roof. No, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm sure he'll probably just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello? Hey, Jackie, it's Sylvester. Hi, hi, whoa, hi, Sly. Hey, hey yeah, yeah. Here's the deal, Jackie. I'm going to be the lead in your film, okay? I'm going to be the okay. leading man in your film. But there's a thing. I'm going to play a real dirty cop. Okay, Filthy. okay. Totally Filthy. unhygienic. Haven't, has, hasn't ever bathed. Doesn't own a shower. Never uh, bathed. Never bathed. Only one suit. Uh I'm a literally dirty cop, you know, uh, filthy. Everybody hates me, thinks I'm disgusting. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's got to be hard. That's got to be hard. So you think you could do that, Jack? You think you could make a film star me about a dirty cop? Yeah, so Stinky Stallone. Got it. I resent that, but I like it. Thank, thank you, Sly, for your call. I, I, I'm going to hang up and leave you now. Okay, it, I've got bye. lots to get done. All right, bye. Wow, what what an experience this this first part of the podcast has been today. Now, is that okay, Jack? Is that is that okay? Can you work with that? If I I I wish I'd just taken the dirty cop now, to be honest. Or it could have just been the dirty cop, and it wasn't Sylvester Stallone. An impression that I can't do. I am going to have to do well, an, an unedited version of this episode, just because there's so much fucking bullshit in that. <laughs> I reckon a lot of that can stay in, to be honest. <laughs> Depends how long the second half of this turns out. A look behind the dirty mirror. Okay, so we've got our genre, we've got our film titles, and we've got our producer requests, so there's nothing left but to go and bloody do the thing. Aye, so, with the power of editing, I will see you in a few moments. Goodbye now. Ta-ra! Welcome back to the final episode of season one of Mockbusters. Matt, that was your final season one trailer. How does it feel? You know what, Jack? I decided this week I was going to strip it back a bit. I afforded myself the luxury of a nice relaxed few hours to put this thing together. I felt for once I could kind of scale it back a little bit and mm-hmm. and, and, and have a more sort of short but sweet trailer. Okay. As opposed to the last couple of weeks where they've been jam-packed full of any old shit. So this was an actual trailer length rather than a full feature film. Right? Yeah, yeah. This one's this one's your your bog standard trailer that we probably should have been <laughs> a, bit, okay, great. a bit more resolute about throughout this season. But uh, what about yourself, Jack? How did you find it? Yeah, I, I I racked my brain for the first like twenty minutes or so, figuring just some way to desperately try and incorporate the things that I needed to. And I was I was failing miserably, but then suddenly, like a sort of wave of inspiration, it all just clicked into place. And I've got something. I've I've got something. I've got something usable. Okay. So 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 we've got bog standard and usable. <laughs> and joining us this week is a very special guest because they're the first person to ever recur as a guest on Mockbusters. Mm-hmm. It's the super sultry voiced superstar Tiffany Clare. <laughs> Back by overwhelming popular demand. Oh, I know. I had so many emails. I had to. I couldn't deny them. And that was just from the me. People, what they want. <laughs> I know. So I'm. I've heeded my own advice from last time, and I've brought a pen and paper. And so far, I've written down bog standard and usable. So excellent, excellent. Yeah. So it's only yeah, up yeah, from yeah. here. It's only up from here. <laughs> Obviously, the last time we had you on, you had to judge our horror films, and you are a self-confessed horror non-fan horror hater yeah (laughs) i didn't want to go that extreme but yeah horror detester so we're hoping this week the genre that we have is more fitting to your taste so jack would you like to reveal to tiff what we had to work with this week yes this week the genre that we had was film noir Ooh la la, me likey. Yeah, okay. Okay, good, so a good. Of, a bit of kind of 1930s, 1940s classic yeah. cinema. Mm-hmm. Cigarette yeah. smoking, mm-hmm. uh, trench coat wearing detectives. Which isn't good for you. <laughs> so are you, are you, would you say you're a fan of, of the film noir genre, Tiff? Any films that jump out, jump out to you or anything? I'll be really honest with you, no. I would love to say yes to sound so glamorous, but no. 
but I'm going to assume that you know the tropes of a film noir film. Yeah, yeah. sure, okay, sure, good. sure. It's just oozes sex. Yeah, exactly. But subtle, classy sex. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, that <laughs> depends on what film titles we have to work with Ooh, this week. Okay. So I'm going to write these down this time. Good, good. So we'll, we'll, we'll rattle through these pretty quickly. So first of all, we had Blue Someone. That's sultry, yeah, like isn't that. it? Like Blue Valentine, yeah. mm. Blue, Blue Moon, Velvet. Blue Velvet. That's the one. <laughs> All the blue ones. Tart number two, we had The Sleeping Knight. Okay. Spelt, spelt with a K? Uh, no, oh. no. So it's just unite as in, you know, the opposite of day. Night when you sleep. Great. Tart number three, we had Meeting at the City. Great. Tart number four, we had Widows and Friends. Oh, that's nice. They might be widows, but they've got a good unit around Support them. system. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Next up, Tiff, I have a feeling this one's going to be right up your street. Top number five is The Naked Gift. Mm, yeah, I've got a naked gift. Lovely, that's the <laughs> soundbite sorted for this week. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so that was, that was it for all of our plot device generated Lovely. titles. Finally... We had our final suggestion, which was an audience-suggested title. We had something quite special this week, didn't we, Jack? Yeah, I think this is going to be the one that you're most inclined to, Tiff. I I don't know whether you've seen the film, but I have a feeling, if I know you at all, that it's going to be something that you will, you would have enjoyed when you were younger. Well, stakes. So it's from Dave McSparren, who's uh, sent in the lovely title, which is the first is a mockbuster's first, as it's a sequel to an existing film. Ooh. The suggestion is. Babe 2, Streaky Bacon. Oh, poor babe. There is a Babe 2, isn't there? Yeah, but we're just going to retcon that. Doesn't count okay, anymore. fine. Didn't happen. I'm not sure it was called Babe 2. Was it like Babe Pig, Pig in, in the, the city. city or something? Yeah. I mean, like... yeah, you do know me because that is something I'd like, Babe 2. But I mean, the fact that he's now Bacon, I like, but well, in not, a different context. <laughs> he might not be the yeah, Bacon. It doesn't, doesn't have to be literal, I suppose. doesn't have to be literal. <laughs> Or we could just run around naked all the time, streaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So are there any of those that are calling out to you, Tiff, I mean, you'd like to sure see? I mean, for sure the naked gift. Okay, okay. So I thought as much. Mm. <laughs> um, but just to, just to complicate matters a little bit more, naturally we got contacted by our executive oh, yes. producers. So, Jack, you had a rather interesting subject, didn't you? Yeah, I had an interesting cavalcade of ideas <laughs> from a certain, um, a certain Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Uh, who decided to, to decided to call me up and sort of throw a few things at the wall and, until finally we we got something that stuck. <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, Sylvester Stallone basically told me that he's going to be the lead in the film, but also he's going to play on some kind of one of the most popular film noir traits, which is that of a dirty cop. Mm. But instead of being, uh, you know, the traditional dirty cop, he's literally dirty. Right. So it's it's a you know, a physically dirty, smelly policeman, and that that has to play into the plot somehow. There was also uh, the idea of <laughs> let me just let me just get my notes to be honest. <laughs> See some of the some of the other things that were were thrown into that mix temporarily. There was also that my film had to be sponsored by a vape company. Wow! Yeah, you can get some money um, for that. At one point, he wanted a gratuitous sex scene. He went back on that one afterwards. That was but... after you'd shot down the Dirty Cop and the dual sponsorship ideas, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then we ended up going back to Dirty Cop yeah. because I regretted my decision. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's that's what I had to do. And, Matt, you had a bit of a covert meeting, didn't you? Yes, I did. It was all very unnecessary, but um, a, a, a private investigator called Scoops McLean wanted a rendezvous with me in a nearby underpass. I like how you say rendezvous, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank That's you. That's already started off well. One point oh, thank on you. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, he had this idea that he thought was the case of the century in that he wanted to subject my film around the idea that all the world's noir had been stolen, which doesn't make any sense. So basically, there was no black anymore. The colour black was gone, so everything was a different colour, to which I immediately pointed out, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? How does that translate when there's no <laughs> visual medium? I thought that was a brilliant idea. Well, I personally. thought it was an absolutely stupid idea, and I, I simply could not tolerate that. Finally, we arrived at the concept that um, my film noir has to be cast with all deceased actors. That's exciting. Which, naturally, I was a bit more delighted at. 
but it does mean I've got a very morbid search history now. Yeah. Also, so full of good I'm ideas. Not, I'm not my strongest McLean. today. If like Alan Rickman comes at me, I don't know what I'll do. Interesting. Oh. That's interesting. I've got a cat near me. I'll give it a cuddle yeah. if I get sad. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tiff, bearing all that in mind, whose trailer would you like to hear first? Oh, God. Okay, so can I just... Because that was a lot of toing and froing, and maybe, yes. you know, I just want to clarify. So, Matt, all dead actors, uh, Jack, Sylvester Stur- <laughs> Stallone is the lead, and he's filthy. Yes, he's a yes, dirty cop. gross. He's a dirty yeah. cop. Yeah. yeah. Not as yeah. in, like, yeah, yeah. back alley cop dirty. Well, you, you ah, never know. That, okay. That's not specified. He could be that too. Okay, I think last time I went for Matt, so this time let's hear Jack's first, please. Without further ado, here is my trailer. It's been three years since I gave up my life. Hey, you hear that? Since I started fresh as an Illinois City beat cop. We gotta get these vapes loaded or she ain't gonna be happy. Every city in the United States calls the police pigs. I got a bad feeling about this. But this is the only place. What is that smell? Well, that's completely true. Yeah, I know, babe. Hell of a fine police pig. No, I don't know where he came from. I heard something about a bad thing happening out on a farm, but which of us don't have a shady past, right? He gets results. Evening, gentlemen. Run! It's the pig! I just want to talk to you. It seems like you've porked illegally. We're going to make you squeal, pig! So this is where you've been hogging all those stolen guts. I can't hit him! Allow me to take him off your hands for you. But little did I know that this case was just the beginning. It was the start of something much bigger. Uh, you're wasted as a beat cop, kid. I need you out there as a detective. I got a big case. We got vapes and e-cigarettes being shipped all over the city by an underground crime syndicate. They all smell delicious, like cool watermelon or funky raspberry. I need you to track them down, find out who's supplying them, and stick them all up with your stinky pig smell. That way no one's touching them. Can't do, boss. But where am I supposed to start looking for? Those delicious jewels are on their way down to the waterfront. And the brains of the operation is meant to be someone called Winning Streak. I'd start there. So I headed up down to the docks. But I had a feeling I was biting off more than I could chew. Why, hello, Officer Babe. That's Detective Babe now. Oh, I am sorry. You happen to know anything about some e-cigarettes being channeled through here? Oh, I don't know. Why don't I whisper it in your ear? You mean you're not repulsed by my stench? No, babe. I'm not repulsed by you. My years of smoking vapes and e-cigarettes have dulled my senses. I can only smell menthol blasts and spearmint breeze now. I see you for you, babe. For the wonderful pig you are. Not for the smelly police officer you pretend to be. Now... We can be together, babe. If you just look the other way, pretend you found nothing here. That'll do, pig. That'll do. I had a decision on my hands. To be clean with this beautiful woman, I had to be dirty in the eyes of the law. The badge? Oh, my life. What's a pig to do? Now, nobody better be telling me porkies. Babe, we can rebuild the farm using this money. It's not too late for you to have your life back. But at what cost, Streak? How am I supposed to live with myself if I don't turn you in? What really happened back on that farm, huh, babe? Because I'm dying to know. I can't let you destroy everything that I've built. Your nicotine levels are over 9,000. I need it to survive. What's it going to be, babe? Whose side are you really on? Babe 2. Streaky bacon. So there you have it. Wow. Babe two streaky wow. bacon. Gone all out wow. for the finale. A shoe in for, for the film noir <laughs> genre. I'm sure you'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I really struggled to come up with a concept to begin with, but then as soon as I imagine a pig with Sylvester Stallone's face and his hair <laughs> on top, it just kind of it just kind of made sense, to be honest. So is is Babe played by a pig? Is he CGI? Is it Sylvester Stallone mocap? What's what's the deal? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Babe is played uh, by Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a motion capture performance with his face. Wow. And who plays Brilliant. um the the female interest? 
Oh, so that's winning streak, yes. which uh, you'll notice is where the streaky yes, bacon... Yes, I, I enjoyed that. I've written that down. Uh-huh. So that's, um, that's played by Margot Robbie. Right. She loved oh, the... Um, right. She loved the the project from the very beginning and she was desperate to get on board she's okay. also on as an executive it's, producer it's a bit cliche I was kind of I don't know why instantly I just presumed it'd be Miss Piggy and I feel and it was like her moment for her Oscar winning role yeah so just to clarify here so the love interest isn't a pig uh, no Babe's the only pig in the film right so that love interest <laughs> is is bestiality I don't know where you got that from. We that. kind of well, allow from- it in Roger Rabbit, so I think it's probably fine in this. I mean, Very just because just because here. we yeah. allowed it in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it doesn't mean that it's something that's aged well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think it has. I think we're more pro for it nowadays. True, true. <laughs> We're a very accepting society <laughs> these days. Well, I mean, I suppose Twilight is just one yeah. woman struggle between necrophilia and bestiality, isn't it? It's right for hundred yeah. percent. So is that the market you're appealing to, Jack? <laughs> well, Matt, I, I mean, I, I should also stress though that I mean, you've connected the dots of of the woman shagging the pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was never that was never specified. Well, forgive that's, me that's for reading in between the gone. lines. I mean, it did sound very. I'm sure Tiff will back me up here. That was very seductive. It was it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fe- romance. She's, she's a femme fatale. That's how she That's gets how by in her. this horrible man's world. It, it's there's more to this relationship right. than just sure. physical passion, Matt. There's, they, they connect on a mental level. Okay, I mean, well, what what does also bother me about that is the age difference between Sylvester Stallone and Margot Robbie. Are we not a bit tired of this trope that the leading man Thank and the you, leading Matt. lady I, can't be of age? I am furious at that, actually. Yes, I completely agree. And very rarely do you see it the other way round. I would have preferred that. Let me repost with um, that Babe is actually only eight years old, as you'll recall, <laughs> as is a pig. So Margot Robbie is actually significantly older than Babe. So in this instance, it is the other way around, I'm afraid. You have argued that very well. That is, a very good, that is a very good point. However, it still doesn't detract from the fact that Sylvester Stallone is a man in his 70s and Margot Robbie is very much in her late 20s. Uh, oh, I, did I did I forget that? Oh, yes, she's... Yeah, I forgot to say, which is important. Uh, winning Streak is actually a CGI character as well, and she plays a 111-year-old. <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> you for clearing that up. Thank God that came back to mind just now. Jesus. <laughs> oh, this just gets worse and worse. Heavens. <laughs> now, thank you, because um, you know I love a pun, and your use of words throughout was very enjoyable i loved uh your double porked or parked i think it was <laughs> yeah, um yeah, yeah. and hogged you've hogged that i i just and squeal wonderful thank you jack i want to draw your attention to this sponsorship deal with jewel are you are you not concerned about the conflicting interest uh, with one scene in particular uh, where i believe it's winning streak uh states that her senses have been dulled uh, due to her overwhelming use of electronic cigarettes, and now all she can taste is menthol blast and spearmint haze. Yeah, I mean, I'm not overly concerned about that because they're both they're both incredible flavors, both of which are available from all good e-cigarette stores now. Um, you you can get um, you can also get funky raspberries on pre-order mm-hmm. as well. That's a um, sure, sure. But what, what I'm what I'm movie. saying is, it's essentially saying that they're going to dull your senses to the point where you will gladly have intimate relations with a pig i'm not sure that's what it's saying personally that's what i read that's how i read into it we well we know full well how you've been reading into this situation matt well Um, if if you give me a scene where a human woman is flirting with a pig what am i supposed to take away from that jack airs Whatever it whatever uh, f- it stirs, I would I would suggest. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly it's stirring stirring a lot of inner feelings for you. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um it's I wouldn't say that the, the vape and the uh, pig relationship are even remotely connected. They're coincidental. She wanted to get with the pig before the cigarettes. The cigarettes were just <laughs> were just a coincidence. So would you not argue it's also saying that jewels typically attract the kind of crowd that <laughs> might fall into that kind of romance are you saying that the people who is this what you're insinuating that the people who smoke e-cigarettes want to fuck pigs Uh, by the sound of what your film is saying let's not dress it up i'm not dressing up i'm saying what i got from your film was that's what you're saying vapors are 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 typically prone to 
No, no. I mean, I just think that the kind of crowd who smoke e-cigarettes are the kind of people they look. They're willing to look past the surface. They're not uh, shackled by these societal norms that that you find so repulsive and oppressive, Matt. What like bestiality? I'm sorry again, that I find ag- bestiality ag- so repulsive, Jack. Again, Matt. It's you who's who's uh, who's bringing up the pig shagging again. Right, yeah, you've got I'm not, zero I'm not pig shagging in our film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with it. Right, well, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm clearly them. I'm clearly fighting a losing battle here. Then I have got one more question, and it's actually okay. so important to me. Uh, babe, as a pig, how does he walk? On all fours or two? Uh, he is on all fours unless he needs to use his gun. So when he's chatting to um. Sorry, what's her face? Streaky, streaky. Winning streak. Sexy, sexy streak. Um, yeah, so is he on all fours and she's st- stood? Yes, he's stood on a uh, <laughs> on a bar. <laughs> and he's in, I'm presuming, full cop gear, not naked. Or is he also the naked gift? Uh, no, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> uh, no, so he has a little cop hat on and then he has the top half um, as a cop so he's doing uh, a Winnie the Pooh type thing. Yeah, he doesn't have any bottoms on, but then once he becomes a detective, he wears a trench coat, which covers him fully. His dignity. Right. Okay, I, yeah. I don't know how his I feel pignity. about his little pork being out and about. but Yeah, I'm not a fan. Just... Tiff, do you have any more questions? Um, no, for me, it's, it's mainly how people deal with animals in clothes. Um, that always fair, fair. affects me a bit. Fair. But yeah. Okay, cool. Thank right, you. so thank you, Jack, for sharing... That it's now <laughs> now now for something potentially completely different. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Black, white, grey. The colours of a city. Full of folk who are good, bad, and everything in between. I also happen to be colorblind. I'm a pig, you see. That's right, it's me. Babe. After all that bullshit at the county fair and that shithole fun, I decided to move to an all-animal city. You're now looking at a detective at Newport Police Department. Cinema icon Bob Hoskins returns to the screen. I got sent to investigate a murder at a music store. And whilst no guitars or amplifiers had been taken, there were no leads. It was there that I saw her. I knew she was trouble when she walked in, so shame on me now. Ow. Joan Rivers, as you've never seen her before. Take a picture, Slick. It'll last longer. Can I get your name, miss? Bacon Strips. I'm an exotic dancer. It's my husband that's been murdered. I'm gonna take a look at the body now, okay? It was brutal. He was dead, all right and his legs had been ripped clean off. That's when I knew, and suddenly I felt faint, itchy. My skin broke out in rashers. This was the work of the Groundhog, a mastermind ganglord. He got his name on account of his ripping off legs of those that failed to pay him back. This poor guy must have gotten on the wrong side of him. Now he was one smoked sausage. Help me, detective. You're my only hope. I'll get him, doll. When you play tug of war with a pig, you get pulled pork. Icons of the silver screen return. Alan Rickman. You can't make me squeal, detective. Marlon Brando. You want me to talk? Make me enough or I can refuse. Charlie Chaplin. Catherine Hepburn. Why, this little piggy went to the market. Audrey Hepburn. I told you, I stayed home. Macho man Randy Savage. Listen up, Porkchop. I only had roast beef. James Dean. I already told you I didn't have any. You're tearing me apart. Bella Lugosi. This little piggy went wee, 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 wee. All the way home. I'd fried the bacon off of every road hog in town. Of course, no pig wanted to speak. The groundhog had him disgruntled. I was on a streak. A streak that finally led me face to face with him. (laughs) 
It took you long enough to find me, detective. You're quite the slow pork. And featuring a standout performance from the chilling Christopher Lee. It's over, Groundhog. You're coming with me. Ha <laughs> ha. Did you really think it would be that easy? How boring. Get him, grunts. Now! This is the end of your tale. Babe 2. Streaky Bacon. So that's wow. that's another option of Babe 2 <laughs> Streaky Bacon <laughs> for Guys, you. stop hanging out. <laughs> you need to do different types. The know, thing is, I explicitly did not pick the naked gift just because I assumed Jack was going to take that yeah, one. Guys, I did the same thing. <laughs> I thought that you were going to do the naked gift. We can't win. Honestly, I was so geared up. For the, I, whoever had done the naked gift, I would have just given it to them. So now... Neither of you are going to win. Oh. <laughs> so oh. Tiff decides that ne- no one I wins. Win. Everyone goes home. Wow. So, so it's 5 4 1 to Tiff. <laughs> no, but very nice. Very, very, very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Um, my uh, first question. Um, yeah. So at the beginning, you said uh, to a city of all animals. Yes. So it's an all pig city. This oh, is New Pork pigs. City. Yes. Oh, I thought it was a mix of maybe farm animals. Uh, no, no, it's just it's all pigs. Oh, um, there's, there, are, there are cities that are other different animals and they do, you know, have tourism and stuff like that. But no, mm. this is a very much it's a pig city. So you gave so. no thought into which other, which of the actors would play other animals. Like Alan Rickman, I don't think is a pig. He's probably a goose. You're right. He is a goose. Yeah. So he's he's uh, part of the underground gang that, that works on, on many cities and he's like, the goose that knows how to get shit done. So, okay. yeah. Okay. I noticed that at one point, one of the pigs say that he was only eating beef. So, the pigs eat cows? So, he didn't eat. He wow. didn't eat roast beef. He had roast beef. What, sex? You've got to watch the film. I can't give away. I can't give that away, I'm afraid. So, he might not have eaten the corpse of the cow. He might not have eaten the corpse of the cow. He might have. You know. And there was also a lot of references to pork, so presumably yes. they're also eating each other. No, there was no references to actually eating pork. There was just lots of pork references. So what do they do with the pork? Well, they're all pigs, so they they are the pork. They don't do anything with them. Yeah, but, you know, like, humans don't walk around referring to, the, like, their own bodies as, as cuts of meat. I do. Yeah, I know loads of people baby. do. Look at look at that piece of ass, you know. Yours or mine. Yeah, it would be more like saying, it would be saying, like, steak. Or something like that, like referring to yourself as steak. Yeah, my my butt's um, pork chops. <laughs> no one else say that. Again, pork though. Dream. That's that's just what humans do, and that's what pigs do as well. You know. Okay. 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 And so, so obviously this was cutting edge. Yeah. Used a lot of deceased actors. Yes, we did. How how did you go about recreating that effect or reanimating those? So naturally, what? necromancy is out of the question, and we're not gonna we're not gonna do any grave robbing. So we scoured through every film, every commercial, every interview, every soundbite that we could find for each of these screen legends, and we just mashed them together to to make an amazing film. Um. Okay. So very similar. In Jacks, I had to ask about the clothing. As it's mm-hmm. New Pork City, am I right? New Pork yeah. City. Have mm-hmm. they um kind of revolutionised the city? to suit pigs so is there is it more like a massive farm or is it still new york city as we know it no it's it's so it's like a version of new york city as we know it but obviously much more scaled down uh, the pigs do typically uh, walk on all fours but right. they are clothed uh clothed in a more humane manner so Entirely. there's there's you know there's there's no genitalia or anything like that okay. because you know no one wants to see any of that business so they are to scale so like if they walk through a door it's not like a tiny pig walk through a door it's, it's a no it's it's door. very much you know because we we didn't want we didn't want anything to distract you from the drama so we we scaled everything down and made this their environment and Audrey Hepburn's a pig uh she is yeah wow offensive some might say yeah and please please, please clarify <laughs> Are you uh, saying making, pigs are horrible? Uh, despoiling the memory of Audrey Hepburn by making her a pig without her consent. Actually, we had add. her estate's explicit permission uh, because this is in direct correlation with her charity, Justice for Pigs. And so, so you're saying you hate pigs? 
is what you're saying. I'm just saying that if Audrey Hepburn has a charity saying that um, pigs deserve justice... They do. ...then she's clearly saying that she feels like they're not experiencing justice at the moment. So to put her in that position, it seems quite unfair against her own... Against her own will. Not really, because the film is about the glorification of pigs. You know, they've got this amazing world that we show them as civilised. We show them as intelligent. Civilised, where they're all murdering each other and cutting each other's legs off. I didn't make that... I didn't didn't say that. That's what you're getting from this film, Jack. The groundhog, you literally said, cuts people's legs off. That's one pig. Are you saying that we should judge an entire species... Uh, personalities by the actions of one pig whereas your film only has one pig and he's a dirty bastard so i think that speaks I never... that speaks volumes to your your opinion of pigs as it does to I mine i feel like there's not going to be a season 2 <laughs> you literally have all these human characters going around saying oh he's a dirty bastard he's this he's that blah blah just slagging this poor that's pig off nothing to do with the fact that he's a pig it's the fact that he physically smells which again was not my choice as you'll recall well, you, well, you, it, your name is on it, so be proud of what you've got. You know? I am proud of what I've got. And I'm very proud of what I've got. So Can you guys kiss some makeup, please? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> okay, so my, um, I think my last question, and actually something that needs a visual more than anything, so maybe you can mm-hmm. whip that up for me and, and post sure. it somewhere. Um, so bacon strips. Yes. Um, how on all fours does mm-hmm. she pole dance? And what's she wearing? She's got so many nipples. She has, and she does have a bralette for each each pair. So a you know, yeah, bra. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's very seductive. So um, basically, it's not your traditional vertical pole. Ooh. It's kind of it kind of it's horizontal to a point, and then vertical. So she's got the options. So okay. she can kind of ro- <laughs> like a hog yeah, roast. She can, like, like she can barrel roll round one bit. And then she has the option to With climb an apple in her mouth and a fire underneath. <laughs> I mean, that sounds sexy to me because ba- I'm basted in honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it gets all, all, all the patrons going. Yeah. <laughs> so the vertical bit is not so much a pole; it's more a handle to turn it. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah, but she does have the option to incorporate that into her act as well. But well, yeah, because with her yeah. little trotters, how does she grip? Well, she's got heels on, <laughs> and don't forget, she's also basted in honey, so she's very sticky. <laughs> Somehow, this this has turned now into the most compelling part of the movie, and it wasn't even in no. it. No, but she's an exotic dancer. <laughs> it's one of my only notes. <laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, it's, I thought yeah. it was important to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> you got any further questions, Tiff? Um, no, 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 no. So there we have it. There's both of our final trailers for season one. Wowzers! So, as if it hasn't gotten heated enough already. It's time for us to go on to the pitch fight. Mm-hmm. So with everything that you've heard so far, is there anyone that you'd like to hear from first? Well, let's go in order again. Let's go Jack first, please. Okay. Three, two, one. I think the strength of this film relies purely on the image of you imagining Sylvester Stallone's face and hair on a CGI pig in a world of humans. Winning streak, you, you, I mean, we haven't even touched on this, but there's so much that you can find out about what Babe actually got up to in between P- uh, Babe 1 and Babe 2. What happened on that farm? Why has he ended up in Illinois? There's so many secrets. And as you said, you don't approve of smoking. The only way to get past that is to jump on the vape train, baby. Time. <laughs> Please never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, okay. It's it's time for my rebuttal. Okay, so three, two, one. Tiff, think of all the screen icons immortalized again. Alan Rickman, Audrey Hepburn, Bob Hoskins, Joan Rivers. Amazing, amazing performers for an amazing story. This is Babe for the generation that had Babe as a child, that have, have seen the world, that have, have been through 
what Babe has been through. You know, it's got grit, it's got drama, it's sexy. It's got everything you could possibly want. And that's why I think I deserve to win. Thank you. Time. Oh, very professional. Too professional for my taste. Um, okay. If you need to take a minute, take a minute. We'll cut to a commercial break. <laughs> Please don't take a commercial break, though. What's <laughs> Please the commercial don't. for? Unless you've got any burning commercials that are sponsoring us this week, Matt. I've got one. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> Do you like e-cigarettes? Jewels for fools! Wham, bam! E-cig! Smells like fig! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, God. <laughs> Tiffany Clare. In episode 10 of season one of Mockbusters, you hold the fate of both of us in your hands. Who have you chosen? Is this week's Mockbuster and also potentially the season champion? The winner of Mockbusters. Episode 10 is Mr. Jackass. Yes! 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 Oh my god, Tiff, you have no idea what this means. I'm thrilled. Oh, you must both be so happy for each other. (laughs) Well, looking at the look on Matt's face, he doesn't look very happy, does he? He doesn't look very happy. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, I will be honest. Um, the, The main thing that really put the nail in the coffin for me is I love all those deceased actors and I would love to see them again on screen I have no intention of seeing them in pig form on screen I was ahead for the first time in in all of season one and it was it was within reaching distance I could have had it that 5-4 lead is gone Matt you've got to say goodbye to that it also (laughs) means we've got to say hello to some kind of tiebreaker which we haven't accounted for oh what fun (laughs) Oh, I, I, all so, you're saying is just making me happier with my decision. Okay, so we were going to do a Halloween special. Yeah. Now we're definitely doing yeah, a we're Halloween gonna have special. To do. And whoever wins that takes the season. Okay. How about that? All or nothing. Okay, yeah. Let's let's roll with that. All or nothing. And let's make it interesting as well. Let's let's put like a stake on this. Okay, right. Um, whoever wins... No, whoever loses has to write and record an original song in the style... <laughs> Of a musician that's appeared on Mockbusters before. So if I lose, I have to write an original song all about how great Jack is in yes. the style of Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, I like Perfect. that. And if yeah, if you if you if you <gasps> oh, Jack, you do win, another rap. I'll do Tom Jones. Oh no, I liked your rap. What about maybe Tom I, Jones? But it has I, to have a rap break. Yes, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll, I'll combine the two. I'll combine the two. Yeah, I'll I'll do a Tom Jones song and it'll have a rap in the middle <laughs> about how great Matt is. Because yeah. I want you guys about to how appreciate great Matt each is, yeah. other. Thank you. In all seriousness, Tith, thank you so much for joining us once again. You've been amazing as always. Plug mm-hmm. your socials, love. Thank you for having me. Um, www.voicebytiffany.com or Tiffany Claire on Instagram. So, you can find us on the socials at MockbustersPod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get in touch and give us any suggestions for the Halloween special and season two, we'd love to hear them. You can get them over to us at MockbustersPodcast at gmail.com. And if you've enjoyed season one, please do share with your friends and leave a little review on iTunes. It really helps more than you would believe. Until the next time, (laughs) I've unfortunately been Matthew Biddle I've very fortunately <laughs> been Jack Ayres, and we've been joined by... Me! Tiffany Clare. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll see you at the Halloween special and season two. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>